Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Jason, how was your week this week? It was actually really good. Um, can't complain uh, at all about the week and uh, wrestling this week wasn't terrible. No, it wasn't terrible at all. Um, Congress passed another stimulus bill, kind of, sort of. Yeah, we might be getting our uh, $1,400. $1,400. More money. More monies. Try to stimulate the economies. You could, uh, If you want to stimulate the economies, you can uh, donate that to our non-existent Patreon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, somebody who didn't have a good week this week. Who is that? Alexa Bliss. No, she did not. Um, she shared some uh, photos of her and her fiancé getting a getting tattoos and different kinds of things with that. And everybody just immediately jumped on to her this and that, giving her a hard time. You know, she's had lots of issues with her social media as of late. Mm-hmm. She's, I mean, in well, I mean, we can go all the way back. She's had a lot of like eating disorder problems, yeah, that she's dealt with. She's had a lot of body image problems that she's dealt with, which um, is a shame because she's, you it know, really is. And then here, the past several months, she's had a couple of weird internet stalkers, some stalkers, that, and then just the the average online bullying. And guys and gals, we're better than that. Absolutely, like I, I, I don't get it. You know, I. It's just me, I guess. Um, I don't get the. That's a celebrity. I mean, let's let's cut let's cut wrestlers yeah. what they are. They're celebrities. Yeah. Whether they're the super major, well known or not. I mean, not every not every wrestler is going to get to the rock level celebrity, but they're still they're celebrities. They're, they're public, public figures. figures. They're celebrities to us as fans who love wrestling. As The Rock said, the millions and millions. Of the Rock's fans. They're celebrities to the millions and millions of us who watch wrestling. On and them. as much as any red-blooded American, and, and I don't say American male or anything like that, just any red-blooded American, guy, girl, doesn't matter. You fantasize about celebrities from time to time. You do. You know, it is oh, what it is. You, you have an that attraction. Said, These are beautiful people in shape. Mm-hmm. People all, fantasize about them, and that's fine. All of that that's said, natural. Leave it there. You don't know them. No. Leave it alone. The Alexa Bliss that we see on TV every week is not that is Lexi not Lexi Kaufman. Yeah. No. You know the Bray Wyatt that we see. That's not Wyndham Rotunda. I think that's his right. name. Yeah. Uh, you know it. The Bobby Lashley that we see on TV is not Bobby Lashley. He might have aspects of him in the character, but that's not who these people are. Right, exactly. So you're, you're follow them on Twitter. Tell them that you like what they did. If they're doing something bad, say, hey, you know, I don't, you know. But storyline was stupid, whatever, yeah. you know. But don't don't get into like this dude was with Alexa where it's like, you know, I'm really your fiancé. Uh, if I ever see Ryan, I'll kill him. And uh, I'm standing outside of your your house right now. You know, crap like that. Not nah, me. Yeah. Come on, be better. 
be better than that. We we're all better than that. So, um, what are we drinking this week? We are drinking the poor man's idea of what a rich man drinks. Okay, Crown Royal. Crown Royal. Yeah, just your your standard Canadian whiskey. Probably your first or second uh, here in America. If you're drinking whiskey, it's going to be your first or second whiskey you drink. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's rephrase that. It's going to be the first whiskey you drink when you get your first paycheck for your minimum wage job or something like that. Because Crown Royal, let's be honest here, Crown Royal is good. Crown Royal is not a good whiskey. No. No. Uh, There are plenty, 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 plenty out there that are way better. Yes. Cheaper and more expensive. Yes. Are are we becoming whiskey snobs? Kind of. Yeah. But the thing with Crown Royal is it's got that cool bottle. Yeah. It's got the little bag. It's so got the you, marketing. It's got the marketing. It's got the little bag. If you're a nerd like us, if you're a dice gremlin like I am, you got a nice mm-hmm. little bag to keep your dice in. So, but shall we dive into this week in wrestling? Sure. All right. Well, I'll start us off this week with Monday Night Raw. We start off Raw with Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus, in which McIntyre wins. I was kind of hoping for more out of this feud, like, I feel like it's going to be put in the past very quickly. And um, we get Naomi versus Nia Jax, where Nia Jax wins. Uh, Braun Strowman and Adam Pierce, yeah, versus the Hurt Business for the. And this is a tag team title match. Uh, the Hurt Business wins. We have Elias versus Damian Priest, where Damian Priest wins. We get the Miz versus Bobby Lashley, um, which ends. And this is for the WWE Championship. That one ends via countout. Now you notice you said that I said that one. Just hang with me for a little while. Uh, we get Charlotte versus uh, Shayna, where Charlotte wins. We get Riddle and Lucha House Party versus Retribution. We have Riddle versus well, um, Riddle and Lucha House Party win that one. That leads to a Riddle versus Ali match where um, Ali wins. And then, for what ends up being like the third time in the night, we get Miz versus Bobby Lashley for the title. This one is a lumberjack match. And your winner and new WWE champion, Bobby Lashley. We've given Bobby a lot of crap over the year, year and a half that we've been around. He had a god-awful storyline a year ago. Yep. But this has been a long time coming for Bobby Lashley. So, we'll talk more about that in uh, just a minute. But, uh, Jason, you want to take us into NXT? Sure. We had, the kickoff was, uh, Timothy Thatcher. Because... I'm sorry, I know the dude's from uh, California, but that dude is is English. He's as uh, English as they come. And him and Ciampa versus Bertrand Lorcan for the NXT titles where Bertrand Lorcan won. We had a Finn Balor segment that led into a Way segment, which was kind of a running thing throughout the night. We had Ember versus Aaliyah where Ember Moon won. We had the women's tag match of Nia Jackson, Shana, Sheena Baszler versus Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai, 
where Jackson Baszler won, but there was like a screwy finish. A very screwy finish. That is one of the things Which I want to talk about. We'll talk about. Uh, LA Knight talked. That's all LA Knight does. Yeah, he hasn't done anything yet. Uh, we had Bronson Reed versus Cameron Grimes, where Cameron Grimes won. Um, Breezango versus Everrise was supposed to be a match, but it ended up not being a match because Legato Del Fantasma got involved. Yeah. Uh, then we had Finn Balor versus Roderick Strong, which was set up in the, the original segment. Uh, where Finn Balor won. All right, moving on to AEW. We have Cody and Red Velvet versus Shaq and Jade Cargill. And Jade Cargill gets the pinfall here. She looked amazing um, taking the win for Shaq and her. Uh, We get uh, Pac and, uh, I'm sorry, Pac. It's Pac. And Ray Phoenix versus John Schuyler and D3, whoever they are. Um, so, Pack and Phoenix looked good. They got the win there. The Inner Circle had a press conference. We got FTR and Tully Blanchard. Yeah. Versus Jurassic Express. Yes, you heard me right. Tully Blanchard a man who has not wrestled in the ring since 1990. <laughs> um, That's 30 years ago, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just in case you wanted to feel old. <laughs> we got Nyla Rose versus uh, Rio Mizunami. And Rio uh, Mizunami won that. Then we have Preston Vance versus Max Caster. Um and Caster got the win in that one. And John Silver and Adam Page versus Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn. And um, I didn't write down the winner of this one. Hang on just a second. Hangman. In the Hangman yeah, Hangman did it. Um, Hardy attacked after the match, and then Dark Order made the save. So, All right. Um, SmackDown, we had a Daniel Bryan segment with Roman Reigns with all that kind of stuff because that's a thing. Um, then we had Montez Ford versus King Corbin where Corbin won uh, which led into Angelo Dawkins versus Sami Zayn where Angelo Dawkins won. We had Dominic Mysterio versus Chad Gable where Dominic won. Uh, Shayna versus Bianca Belair uh, where uh, Belair won. Uh, Cesaro versus Murphy, where Cesaro won. Then set up in the main in the original segment in the top of the uh, bleh, the top of the show segment. Mm. We had Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso, where if Daniel Bryan won, he got a match at Fastlane, and Daniel Bryan won. So that's our, our the quick rundown. Now then, what do we want to get into first? There's so much. There is. <laughs> you know what? Let's start with AEW. Okay. Um, that Shaq match. Okay. Was. It was a thing that existed. I was sports entertained. I was sports entertained. Shaq took a bump uh, like a champ. Yeah. Yeah, he went through a table. Uh, Sir, he went through two tables. Okay. Yeah, he did. He did go through two tables. 
But let's talk about Jade Cargill because we all know and, and knew that Shaq wasn't going to be putting on a five-star match. No. Jade Cargill looks like a star. She really does. She really um, does. I'm glad she got the win. Um, we knew that Cody was not going to lose. I, we were actually like, okay, so who loses this match? Or at least I was. Yeah. Because uh, do you bring Shaq in just to lose? You, you can't. Do you bring? You can't have Shaq lose. You can't have Shaq because lose. Because it's Shaq. Cody refu- won't take a pinfall. Cody will not take a pin. Um, I think he's taken, what, one, two his entire career? Do you want? AEW? Do you want Jade Cargill to lose in her first match? Her very first match. This what will be a star of your women's division after oh, she gets less green. I I think without a doubt she has a championship by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So you know you don't want her to lose, especially to Red Velvet, who up until Brandy got pregnant was fighting on Dark. Yeah. So who yeah. do you choose? And the obvious answer is. Red Velvet eats the pin, mm-hmm. and Jay Cargill, the little look that she gave as she's sitting on Red Velvet's chest as the ref counts to three, like that's what sticks out in my head. I remember that from the, everything else that happened in that match. That is the takeaway that I have in my head. She looks like a star. Yeah. And I have not felt that about her. She... She needs more in the work, promos obviously. leading up to it. I haven't felt that about her in the video packages that they've shown. Yeah, she's a muscular, you know, well-built woman. But I haven't felt that she's a star. She needs more work, obviously. In that match, she felt like a star. Mm-hmm. So, And you're right. She definitely needs more work. And, and honestly, you know, when we first watched the match, I was like, you know, this is kind of a train wreck. Um... Thinking on it afterwards, it was still a train wreck, but it was an entertaining train wreck. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know what you do from here. Like, I don't know if, is Shaq interested in actually wanting to pursue some wrestling and being, you know, at, like you said, 48 years old and being the, the black great collie? <laughs> I, I think um, Shaq just... I think Shaq is one of those people like we've talked about. He legitimately enjoys wrestling. I mean, let's not forget, we've also got we've got Paul White, the humongous yeah. program, in AEW now. I, I think we get that match. And that was supposed to be a match in the WWE 15 years ago. I don't even think it was supposed to be that long ago. Ever how long ago it is. Time has no meaning, Michael. You're right. It's a made-up um, concept. You know... At some point, those two were supposed to fight, and it got squashed because Shaq wasn't in ring shape. He wasn't in ring shape, or he wasn't willing to put in the work that WWE wanted him to for a WrestleMania match. And and I get that. From WWE standpoint, I get that. Um, Um, You know, WrestleMania match isn't just a throwaway match on Raw. Yeah. It's not a throwaway match on Raw. It's not a multi-man match, which Shaq has been in before, uh, which is where I first realized just how enormous that man is when he dwarfs the big show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, like I said, I didn't think it was gr- a great match, but it served its purpose. No, it well, served its obviously. purpose. As we said, we were sports entertained. Yeah. Um, 
Mr. So I, I, for, I completely forgot, man. I was going to open the show today with welcome to the exploding barbed wire edition of uh, Whiskey and Wrestling that, yeah. I've, that I've set up special pads around the studio that if you I hit was, them, the walls are going to blow up. I was curious. <laughs> I, I was curious. Um, I know we've been wanting to do some remodeling. That's a good way to do it. Explosions, though? Eh. So they, they the reason we're talking that, of course, is AEW talked about the rules for the exploding barbed wire death match where three of the ring ropes will be barbed wire, I think is what they said. One will still be ropes. Um, the There are the, the uh, barbed wire ropes themselves are rigged for explosions and there are pressure plates in the mat that when they get stepped on will cause explosions and there was one other thing that if this happened, and I don't, it wasn't like a timeline yeah. or anything. I forget what it was, but if this happens, then the ropes will explode. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, that match, I care nothing about that match. I, you know, and this is very sad that I agree with you because the two people wrestling in that match are John freaking Moxley and, and Kenny, Kenny Omega. Omega, you know, Kenny Omega, who, you know, two years ago was the best wrestler on the planet. Yeah. And John Moxley, who has one of the best gimmicks yeah. as a wrestler going today. Yeah. It, um, it is. It's sad. This is, this is Bad booking, missed booking, uh, no thought at all. It is, oh, we've got to get these guys together for a match. Mm -hmm. What can we do to raise the stakes? Yeah, because they've already had the giant no-holds-barred, went through glass coffee tables and barbed wire beds. Yeah, they they did the the unsanctioned lights-out match. Yeah. It just does not. I am not going to be watching AEW tonight. As we record this, it's Sunday evening. Mm-hmm. I'm just not going to do it. I don't. We'll talk about it. I'm sure yeah. I'll see some some clips here or there. Catch the uh, catch the replays. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna end up watching it tonight. Um but I'm not paying for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm doing it more to just hang out with some people. The most, the thing I want to know the most of, they teased on Wednesday, mm-hmm. Paul White, the humongous program, mm-hmm. announced that they would be signing a future Hall of Famer. Yeah. And there have been some wild speculations. Yeah, I, I, you know, we're, we're names out there right now are Kurt Angle, uh, Christian Cage, um, also known as Christian in WWE, mm-hmm. CM Punk. I've even heard people talking John Cena. It ain't going to be Cena. No. Cena, Cena's not going anywhere. I don't see it being Cena, but... The, the reason that Cena's name gets brought up a couple times in these is he is hosting Wipeout, which is a TNT product yeah. or a TBS product, one of the two. 
Yeah. But they're, I mean, they're both the same company anyway. So, but he's the host there and don't know what his status really is with the WWE. Is, hey. is he a wrestler? Is he a, a legend at this point? Uh, is he on a event by event basis like Lesnar was for a while? I think he's probably in a legend status. Maybe they're signing The Undertaker. It's going to be Mark Calloway because, uh, you know, The Undertaker decided, retired. Well, The Undertaker retired. Yeah, that's what mean, I'm saying. Mean Mark, under- <laughs> mean Mark didn't. Mean Mark Callis, he, he never retired. He just disappeared for 30 years. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it worked for Tully Blanchard. Right. <laughs> Which, can, can we talk about that too in a minute? Yes. Um, absolutely. Let's talk about it. We have Lucha, I mean, not Lucha, uh, Jurassic Express mm-hmm. versus FTR with Tully Blanchard actually wrestling, and they came to the ring with J.J. Dillon. Yes. Good Lord. Speaking of, and yes, there was. Uh, Take this opportunity. There was a death. Okay. Jim Crockett. That's right. Jim Crockett, Jim Crockett Jr. Jr. Uh, Jim Crockett Promotions. Yeah. Huge name in wrestling. Brought us the NWA to the yeah. heights that it came to in the uh, 80s. In the 70s and 80s. Um, he did pass away this week. Um, our deepest sympathies and condolences to his family and friends. But... Um, I know I just took us away from from what we were just talking about, but it's important that we get that out there and, and mention yeah. it. That uh, huge in wrestling, the Four Horsemen, and this is what brought it back to me. The Hor- Four Horsemen came up in NWA in Jim mm-hmm. Crockett Promotions. If it wasn't for him, we would not have had the Four Horsemen. We would not have had WCW in uh, the NWO and just the. Uh, Wrestling as what it was in the 90s. It all stemmed from what Jim Crock and Promotions did for the longest time in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. I mean, that, that yeah. Yeah. So, so to, to circle back around, you have Tully Blanchard and FTR walk to the ring with J.J. Dillon. Yeah, and Tully was wearing... Uh, one of the old NWA titles as well. Um, no, but that, that does lead to it. NWA announced that they're, they removed all their stuff from YouTube. Yes. They have a television contract, I believe. Uh, fight, I think. With fight. Um, they're going to start doing pay-per-views again. Mm-hmm. Where do you think that leaves, uh, like your Thunder Roses, your Serena Deebs, uh, your, well, your NWA stars that have been in AEW here? Serena was signed to AEW first. Mm-hmm. At least I believe she I, was. I thought she was. Her. Um, and Thunder Rosa, I think I think I saw the thing where she's all she's all elite. So is AEW allowing and NWA for that matter, are they going to allow cross promotion? It's been very effective in keeping NWA It really has. Uh in the spotlight cuz I, I don't think that NWA comes back if Thunder Rosa is not on mm-hmm. AEW defending that title. Uh, I think you're right. Um, so what does that leave us? It's going to be interesting to see what happens here. Do they continue to have that stuff? Does Serena Deeb step away from AEW for the time being? 
and just go play NWA for a couple weeks and then drop the title to uh, whoever. You know, yeah. I I don't don't know the answer to that. Um, after the FTR Tully Blanchard match, Arn walked out of the entryway and held up the mm-hmm. four. Yep. And then turned around and walked back to the back. Uh huh. Now, um, I think that that was just the cheap pop kind of thing. Of, hey, just go out there and do the four, and then. But I, I think don't know. it was. Uh, so, kind of related to this, there was an article that came out, and I can't remember if it was this week or last week. It was an interview with Ric Flair. And they asked him if he had kept up with the Four Horsemen. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, kind of leading into the, you know, the fact that two of them are in AEW, you know, all this kind of stuff. And Rick said that they aren't friends anymore. Oh, really? Um, he said that when Reed died, neither, none of them, Ole, Arn, or Tully, none of them reached out to him to see if he was okay, to see if anything. He said, and uh, he hasn't reached out to them, so they are not friends. Hmm. Which was kind of shocking to me. Yeah. Um, that that was, you know, a thing. So. Yeah. But I believe Arn owns the rights to the Four Horsemen. I think he does. Um, there's always been rumors that we were going to see the Four Horsemen reform in some manner in AEW. They have the pieces there with FTR and Sean Spears. I think they just need that star because it's not Sean Spears. Yeah, sadly. Um, It could be Spears, but he has been treated so inconsistent. Yeah. Because, uh, what's his name? Tyler. I forget his, his uh, real name. It, it's Tyler something. Pey- Peyton Royce's husband. Yeah, Peyton Royce's husband. Um, he he has the look. He has the ability, I think. Yeah. I think he's but too old because he is an older. He is older. Um, and I think. He has just been. It, everything he's done has been so stop, start. Yeah. Hey, we're going to start this, and then we stop. Hey, you know, and then I, he's I off TV for like six months. They they kind of teased it, and it looks like they've decided to go a different route. Mm-hmm. But you throw Hangman in there with FTR. Yeah. And I think he is who you could build a four-horseman stable around to catapult him. He doesn't well, need it. He doesn't need no. it, but it would certainly you, help. They could have thrown Spears, Hangman, and FTR together mm-hmm. with Tully. Yeah. And there is your new four horsemen. I think you, you throw them together with Holly, make them the new four horsemen. You have Arn get upset with Cody, mm-hmm. and he goes over to help the horsemen. Yeah. Because it's his legacy, you know. Right. And they are dominant. Mm-hmm. Inner Circle can't stand up to them. Uh, Death Triangle can't stand up to him. God, yeah. Such a stupid name. <laughs> like I tried to keep, I tried to keep a straight face. Anger parallel. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you try to. You have all these groups that they, they can't because they are the horsemen. Yeah. 
They are, hey, we are old school. We are, we know what works Mm -hmm. because we've seen everybody from the horsemen to the NWO to evolution and do it. And let's think about this too. Yeah, I think we've mentioned it before even. Dusty was one of the biggest opponents for the horsemen. It was always Dusty versus Rig. Dusty versus it was Dusty versus the Horsemen, right? Yeah. You've got that story built in now. You've got you've got Dusty's kids and you've got parts of the Horsemen that can build a new Horseman. You could create the second generation of that rivalry. As much as I don't want to see it, a corruption of Cody to where Cody joins the Horsemen. Right. And like I said, I don't want to see this, but where Cody joins the horseman and that's Arn's last laugh on Dusty's grave is that, Hey, I corrupted your kid. Your kid is a horseman. All those fights that we had, I won. Yeah. You know, like, can you imagine that promo as we see Arn leave TV for the last time? Mm-hmm. You know, like just, oh, I don't know. Um, should we jump over to NXT? Yeah, let's do. We'll jump over to NXT for a little while. The women's tag match. Yeah, this. Uh, I. I so, feel like I have an idea of where they were going, so they needed something to go on. But good lord, this did not help NXT at all. The rumors are, and this is all from the dirt sheet, so potential spoilers, but I don't know, is that we're actually going to see an NXT women's tag team championship. Yeah, well, Regal Regal made the announcement afterwards because, I mean, let's cap everything that happened here, right? So you have Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Shayna and Nia. Yeah, of course... Refs get bumped, all this yeah, kind well, of stuff well, happens. Well, Dakota, Dakota gets thrown around the ring. She is the smallest person in the ring. It is her job to just get destroyed. Yeah. Raquel comes in. They do f- fight. She stands up to everybody. It's a nice back-and-forth match. It really is. Mm-hmm. More so than what I was expecting. Then Raquel gets tagged in. She's legal. Yep. Naya bumps the ref. And then Raquel and Nia go over the announce table. Yeah. The ref is down. Shayna locks in the um, rear naked choke. Coquina clutch. It's a rear naked choke. (laughs) (laughs) She locks that in. And this is a part where they lost me completely. Adam Pierce comes running out with a raw referee. Do you remember who I said was the legal competitor for the Dakota yes, and Raquel? It was not Shayna. No, it was not Dakota. Yeah, Raquel, it wasn't Dakota. Raquel, it was Raquel, Raquel. That's right. Shayna was the legal competitor. Yeah. Dakota was not. Either way, they made a very specific point of saying a raw ref. Mm-hmm. I thought called both, for. The, I thought both of them were the were not the legal person. I, I, I don't. Naya I don't remember. I, I don't remember on the Naya Shayna side of things. 
but it happened right after Raquel was tagged in. Yeah. So that much I remember. It was just a bad finish, Mm -hmm. really focusing on the fact that that was a raw referee. And what was a raw referee doing there? Why was... Why did Adam Pierce show up and why did he play a heel in this role when he's been a face on every other brand? Right. What? Exactly. Like, I could understand this match if it was the lead up to Survivor Series mm-hmm. and we were going to have the NXT Raw SmackDown Battle of Brand Supremacy, blah, blah, blah thing that they love to do, except last year where they didn't include NXT for whatever reason. Um, you know what? I, I could buy it. Because this is this is a raw guy coming down with a raw guy for a raw tag team to screw an NXT tag team. Yeah. But just on a random March, day in March, nah. And Adam Pierce has been the one guy who has been on every show. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been on NXT, though. Really hadn't been on NXT, but, you know, the other shows. Yeah. It just, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't either. Um, let's talk about The Way and, <laughs> and their segments. So, I, uh, I love this. I love everything about The, the Way. Yes. Uh, the Way are getting some therapy. Yes. Um, well, they they Austin are concerned. Supposed to be the one. They, they are concerned about Austin and <laughs> his um, Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome for Dexter Loomis. He makes the comment. Um, he says, "I was on vacation," and Johnny looks at him and goes, "You were tied up in a closet." <laughs> yeah, Austin theory. Just is, I think he just gets lonely and he he doesn't know how to make friends and. Uh, Indy Hartwell just wants to sleep with Dexter yeah. Loomis. Like the, while while they are in there, she has a little pad. Well, Johnny gets kicked out by the yeah. Johnny gets kicked out at one point, but this is before because he's before in there he for the pad. Uh, but Indy she, has the pad and she's like doodling on it. And Johnny goes, "What are you writing?" And she goes, "Nothing." She like holds it up to her and he grabs it and looks at it and it says, "Miss Indy Wrestling Loomis." Yeah. Johnny loses his mind. Uh, at one point, I think it was Candace said, tied up in a room with a guy is not, not a, a vacation. vacation. And Andy's like, the right guy, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, she just is straight up all about she is <laughs> thirsty for Dexter Loomis. <laughs> that, um, is, that is the best way to describe it. I was struggling yes. to find the right words, and it, um, that is the way. Johnny gets kicked out. And then the, the therapist is talking to Candace and Austin and Indy, and Candace keeps texting. And the therapist goes, uh, are you texting your husband? <laughs> Candace goes, no. And so the therapist walks over and opens the door, and Johnny, like, falls in the door. Yeah. It, it, that was all of that. All of that was, was amazing. I was dying laughing. Um, at the end of it, and I kind of stepped out of the room for a minute, but it almost seemed like it was all set up by Johnny because he, like, paid the therapist. Mm-hmm. And, like, because she basically said, well, I talked to Dexter. Mm-hmm. And he said that you were the most insufferable. Yeah. Uh, he brought you back. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, it was it was the best. I was, I was rolling laughing at it. 
we had, of course, Finn. Finn basically called out Roderick Strong. Well, uh, well, let me rephrase so that. Roddy called out. Roddy calls out Adam. Finn, or no. Roddy called out Adam. Finn comes Finn out. Comes out. Finn tells Adam, or Finn tells Roddy, uh, "You don't get a title shot. I'm after Cole. You just don't have. Basically, you don't have the balls for it." Yeah, and ne- next week it is going to be Adam Cole versus Finn Balor mm-hmm. for the title. Yeah. Depending on what happens tonight. I may watch NXT live. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, because that match. Yeah, I, I, I want to see that again. That match mm-hmm. is going to be fire. Yes. Um, LA Knight needs to do something. Yeah, it was Ethan Page, and uh, Ethan Carter. No, no, uh, Eli Drake. Eli Drake. I knew he it was, was one of them. He was E. Lie, Drake, and that's right. You can't, you guys can't see what I'm doing, but I'm doing the same thing that he did, where he like, yeah, every syllable he's he's pointing, and he does the same thing with L A night, and every single promo that he does mm-hmm. is exactly the same. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, this guy's such a great talker. No, he sucks because every single <laughs> promo he. Great passion behind he his is, promos. He is amazing great, at the one promo that he can cut. <laughs> great passion behind his promos. But ever since I watched him in TNA, mm-hmm. it's the exact same promo every single time. I need to see more from him. I need to see him get in the ring, and I'm disappointed because they're going to feed Bronson Reed to him. I'm afraid so too. No, there is no afraid. This is what they set up. They're not going to have LA Knight come in and lose his first match. And his first feud is going to be Bronson Reed. Yeah. I just. But then they fed Bronson Reed to uh, Cameron Grimes anyway. That was a casualty of the LA Knight thing. Yeah. Like the distraction from LA Knight allowed Cameron Grimes to get the win. I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with him losing to Cameron Grimes and then in a couple weeks losing to LA Knight. Right. I'm not okay with that. Bronson Reed is bigger than that. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you did there. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, anything else on NXT you want to hit? No. You want to hit uh, SmackDown or Raw? Let's have, let's wrap up with Raw. Okay, so, so we'll we'll, go, we'll, we'll wrap we'll up talking about Bobby Lashley and all that. But so we set up SmackDown. We set up Daniel Bryan versus Reigns at Fastlane. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Bryan had a bit of a promo where he talked about how he gave all his heart at the Elimination Chamber, and uh, you know then to have it you know Roman to treat him the way he did. Blah 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 blah. Roman comes out and says, "What are you bitching about? I gave you your title shot." Yeah, you know. Uh, Daniel Bryan challenges him at Fastlane. Rain says, Mm-mm, we're done. Uh, they argue a little bit more. Jay Uso gets involved, and the match gets set up where if Jay Uso beats Daniel Bryan tonight, that uh, Daniel Bryan doesn't get a title shot. We have a scene backstage where Roman's talking to Jay and says, you know, you have to beat him tonight. Prove who you are. Yeah. If you don't, there'll be consequences. 
Um, and then Daniel Bryan beat him. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan even showed a little bit of uh, viciousness. He attacked him backstage before the match started. Daniel's been kind of floundering for a while. Yeah. Um, They're not sure what to do with him. Yeah, they don't know what to do with him. He is a top-name star on the brand mm-hmm. that they can't put in the top-level program Yeah, because they've got Roman, they've got Edge, they've got Kevin, Kevin. Owens, they've got, they've got two... The top of that is, the top of SmackDown is so full right now. Mm-hmm. They've got they, nothing they for Daniel have... Bryan to do yeah. without him chasing a title. It, but they can't have him chasing a title because they're not ready to take it off of Roman yet. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, is there anything else? I, don't, I can't think of anything else on SmackDown that I really um, want to talk about. Carmella fired Reginald. and then, uh, That's because Reginald's been thirsting after Sasha. Yeah, and then he almost cost, or he did cost Sasha the match. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, there just wasn't a whole lot on SmackDown this week. It's all focused on Roman and, and the build there, which... Okay, you're giving me Roman versus Daniel Bryan at the pay-per-view. That's I think that's a foregone conclusion. Right. So you're either going to screw up WrestleMania and have Edge, Daniel Bryan, and Roman Reigns in a triple threat, or you're going to give us the main event of WrestleMania as it should be, which is Edge versus Roman, and they always try to make these main events triple threats when they really just shouldn't be. Look at look at Ronda, Charlotte, yeah. Becky uh, a couple years ago. They try to get as many people involved in WrestleMania as they should. And, 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 that. and that's cool. That's but cool. Damn. That's cool and you want to give everybody a payday and I, and I appreciate that. But Daniel does not need to be in this match. Right, he doesn't. It will take away from this story that you've built with Edge and Roman. And here's the thing. I read on the dirt sheet, so take it for what it is. Apparently, Vince looked at all the plans for Mania Mm -hmm. and said, no, this isn't WrestleMania. So here we are a month out from Mania, and and they've blown up everything. Jesus. We're a month away. Mm-hmm. Everything should be locked and all your storylines should be heading towards that knot that is WrestleMania. I wish that WWE would start doing their storylines as WrestleMania to WrestleMania. Yes. You want a good feud? Have a feud that starts at Mania or starts like the Monday after Mania, right? Runs through say Survivor Series then have a feud from Survivor Series to Rumble, then from Rumble to Mania. So your your main title, your 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 big characters, give them three feuds a year, basically. Four months it, worth of a build. And they don't touch each other except once or twice throughout that entire yeah. thing. What if, what if, five years ago, 
they had started building the Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn feud. Mm-hmm. What if that feud was culminating at WrestleMania this year? If they did it right, mm-hmm. yes, they have some matches here, there, throughout. But if they do it right, mm-hmm. we're all at the edge of our seats watching this match to yeah. see what happens. Mm-hmm. And maybe five years is too long. But I, I just I, I tried to but go back to when yeah, they when debuted. It all started. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. A two year long feud, a year long. What if you have a feud start at a pay per view where two guys just randomly bump into each other backstage? And have, you don't even acknowledge anything out. You have them accidentally bump shoulders backstage and one guy just like what? Have did, the feud he... begin from Rumble where Somebody eliminated somebody. Yeah. And then, you know, just a, I mean, everybody knows Rumble's every man for their own, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. But have the person who got eliminated. A face eliminates a heel. The heel takes exception to it. Mm-hmm. And then starts this year-long vendetta. You know, they 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 indirectly get involved in matches. They're causing problems that you... You know, that, that face starts going on a losing streak or something like that, and then you find out, you know, four, three, four months in that it's because the heel is back there, is pulling strings behind the stage, you know, to make sure that this happens or that happens or, yeah. you know, causing distractions. And as cheesy as it is, you kind of end up with that, was it was me, Austin, it was me all along, you yeah. know, that type of thing. Well, I don't think that that was the original that intent. Way, but, but No, that was supposed to be Christopher Daniels. But, uh... <laughs> What do you think of Apollo Crews and his yeah. accent? Uh, you mean uh, coming to America? <laughs> coming to America in theater. Well, on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime here soon if it's not I, already. I like the idea. I This smacks of 80s Vince McMahon with the, the, the accent and everything like that. This is, this is reverse Kofi Kingston. You know, Kofi had the Jamaican accent for so long. And then one day he dropped it, and it was called out. Triple H called him out. Run under your accent. And then from that point on, Kofi didn't have an accent because guess what? Kofi's not from Jamaica. No. I don't. I didn't. Look he's up only to see. he's only gone back to the accent one time, and it was for a joke. And it was for a joke when they did a time machine segment, yeah. and it was amazing. I don't know if Apollo is really from Africa. I didn't look it up. Uh, I'm sure he is, you know, maybe his parents descended, you know, they're from there and he was born here or whatever the case may be. But the the very Umbutu uh, Black Panther accent that he is putting on, good Lord, that was bad. <laughs> uh, I, again, I'm cool with the character idea, you know, Unless, until they get into the idea, well, you know, uh, there, there's these Nigerian princes that send emails and they, they try to take money. So so you have to bring emails to the ring, you know. I don't know. That's good shit. So what we're going to do, yeah, it just, you're going to send out some emails. I Yeah. He doesn't need the accent. Mm-mm. We all get it. We all know 
what they're trying to tell with him saying his, his family he history. He has the flag colors around his neck on a scarf. We, he came down with the spear. He's got the, the bodyguards. This is the tone, some tone deaf shit right here. Yeah. It is, it is just, we don't need it. Um, Monday Night Raw. I was really hoping we'd see an extended feud out of Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, and I don't think we're going to see that. I don't think we are either. Uh, I think we are very quickly moving to Drew McIntyre versus uh, Bobby Lashley. Yes. Um, so the whole Braun Strowman thing, because I want to leave Bobby Lashley and, and all of Drew McIntyre last. for last, but Braun Strowman and Adam Pierce versus the Hurt Business. Yeah. What was that about? They're trying too hard with Braun. And I don't think they know. This This goes back to that, like you were talking about a few minutes ago with Vince blowing up the WrestleMania script. They don't know week to week what they want to do with their talent. Yeah. Do you want to make Braun Strowman a heel and a monster heel? Are you trying to make him a face? Are you trying to make the Hurt Business faces in this? Because Braun is being the demanding, whiny crybaby, you know, it should have been me, Dolph Ziggler character. Which didn't even work for Dolph. It definitely doesn't work for Braun. No. So, Look, they, what are they you trying to do They know what here? works for Braun. What works for Braun is stomp to the ring, draw and quarter somebody with your bare hands, so leave the ring. Here's a few things that I want to see them stop doing with Braun. One, the god awful train intro. <laughs> yeah. Two. I don't ever want to see him run around the ring again. See, I'm okay with that. I don't want to see him do that. But it is kind of dumb. It is dumb. It is a goofy spot that, okay, yeah, it's cool. When he was face, it was like, okay, that works. When he's a face, it works. As a heel, I agree, it it doesn't really work. And I don't think it works anymore, even as a face. He needs to get pissed off. And whether it's Shane McMahon, which it seems like we're going to see Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon at Mania this year, which, good Lord, why? He needs to get pissed off. They need to repeat the storyline with Roman that he had several years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that he uses Roman. I'm just saying they need to repeat the beats of that story where he's constantly going after somebody. He's flipping an ambulance. He's flipping a truck. He may be the strongest guy on the roster right now. Make him the monster among men again. Mm-hmm. Not... Thomas the tank, the, the train. <laughs> Cause it's not doing it. He's look, he looks confused. Like he doesn't know what he's doing anymore. He doesn't. And, and every week when he comes out, the only thing, the only characteristic that Braun Strowman has right now is that, that Dolph Ziggler, it should have been me. Yeah. Hey, you you wouldn't put me in the match because you said it was for WWE champions, and I've never been a WWE champion, but but that's wrong, dude. You you just sound it doesn't work. He should be a legitimate threat 
to the champion. Yes. The the champion, whether it's Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns. It doesn't matter who your champion is. Uh, Braun should be a threat to them. Yeah. Now, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar should be. I don't want Braun yeah. to step up to me. Whether Braun wins the title from them no. at any point or not doesn't matter. That, that doesn't matter. He should be the guy who they are constantly looking over their shoulder because they get out of their knockdown drag out fight with whoever and as they turn stand up, Braun levels them. Yeah. You know, and then I'm coming for that title and then gets out of the ring and walks off. He's he's the guy that every time he loses a title match, it is because they just barely they got a three count out of him. Or he just or goes off the deep end. He goes off the deep end or he just gets destroyed in say a hell in the cell or in a chamber type type match where yes. everybody gangs up on him. Yes. That's how they they should be booking Braun as the big bad evil guy. Yes. Pure and simple. Um not but they're this, not. Not this whatever they're doing with him. They don't know what and I think this and goes the back problem to there, and the problem there falls in too. What are they doing with the hurt business? Are they heels? Are they faces? You're you're the entirety of raw booking with the outside of say Drew McIntyre, I think, is just muddy as heck. Okay, so let's let's talk about Bobby Lashley in the hurt business. Okay. So we start off the show. The Miz is told that he will be defending his title mm-hmm. against Bobby Lashley at nine PM Eastern. Yeah. So in one hour. So in one hour. It rolls around. Time comes. Bobby Lashley's out in the ring. He's ready to go. We go to the back, and there is the Miz. And it's his time of the month. He's got some cramps going on. He's doubled over. He's grabbing his stomach. There must have been something I ate. Uh." Okay. He gets a reprieve. Yeah. Here's tells him, you have an hour. You have an hour. So... So now we're nine o'clock rolls around. He actually comes out this time. Ten Eastern. Yeah. Ten Eastern. He comes, he comes out. out. He immediately gets out of the ring, grabs the title, and runs up the ramp. Mm-hmm. Gets counted out. Ten count. So then he's told by Shane McMahon, who's some for some reason been added back into the show. Right. He just showed back up. Yeah. He finally got out of the ba- the raw underground basement. Right. You're going to defend your title tonight. It's going to be in a real match. If you do not, I will strip you of your title yeah. and give it to Bobby Lashley. Pure and simple. Yeah. So, we finally get to the end of the show. Nobody knows how this is going to happen because what's to stop them is from running away again. And it ends up being a lumberjack match. Mm-hmm. And not just a lumberjack match, but an utter squash. Yeah. The Miz was just, he was squashed, pure and simple. Bobby Lashley, 15 years, give or take, from when he first debuted in WWE. Mm hmm. 
when he was proclaimed to be the next Brock Lesnar 15, give or take, years ago, Bobby Lashley has won his first WWE Heavyweight Championship. Yes. He was the ECW champion. I don't count that. Nah. I don't think that there is anybody more deserving of this championship than Bobby Lashley. Oh, absolutely. I, I kind of wish Lashley was a face. I like him better as a face. I, I but This moment would have meant so much more had he been a face. We, we would have been able to revel in it more yeah. if he was a face. As it is, I'm so happy for the man. Yeah, I'm 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 ecstatic for the fact that he he has the belt. He has climbed the mountain as it were. And if you look at where he was one year ago, stuck in that god awful storyline with Lana and Rusev and a comedy act basically. Yes. Before that with Sami Zayn and yes, the quote unquote sisters. <sighs> I'm so happy because I've always, and I will give, and you guys have heard me do it. I will give these wrestlers crap when the storyline or their work is bad. Mm-hmm. I've been a fan of Bobby Lashley's for years. Yeah. Years. He was awesome in TNA. Yeah. When, when he debuted in WWE 15 or so years ago, it was like, oh, look at this guy. And then he went away, he went to MMA and did his thing, and he comes back and he's in TNA. Look at it, what he did. And then he comes back to WWE, and I was like, all right, cool, he's finally going to get his WWE championship. Yep. And it didn't come. And then all of these stupid storylines. And it's like, mm-hmm. are they going to miss the mark again? They finally found what makes it work. MVP there to speak for him. Yep. Because let's face it, Bobby's not great at talking. He no, he, he, really he, he can hold his own. He's okay. But he's not as good behind the mic as MVP. Mm-hmm. And you have MVP who managed to focus and elevate Bobby Lashley. On the other side of the Hurt Business, they don't know what they're doing. They've got Shelton Benjamin, who, during the Reign of Terror, got a clean pinfall victory on Triple H. Yep. Teaming with Cedric Alexander, and they're facing... Braun Strowman, and a man who has never wrestled in WWE, Adam Pierce. Right. Vince, I know you listen to our podcast because sure you do. <laughs> you keep stealing stuff that we talk about all the time. Why do you hate tag teams? Why do you hate tag teams? Yeah, I, I don't get it. Sure, I don't want to see tag teams in every match. Actually, actually, you know what? I think I do get it. Tag teams are the land of the vanilla midget. 
if you if you had the in ring work and the physique to be a solo star, you wouldn't be in a tag team. I think that's where Vince comes from. Because look back in the day at the the tag teams of the 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 eighties in wrestling, right? Well, early nineties, I guess, is where we can talk about the Hardy Boy or the Hardy Boys. That would be late nineties. Well, whatever. The the throughout the nineties, even the majority of the tag teams, they didn't have that main event star look. They I'll didn't give look you that. like Hogan. They didn't look like Savage. They didn't look like a Warrior. I'll, I'll give you that. Um, they were they were Bret Hart. You know, they were the Hardy Boys. They you, were you added Christian. I, I was gonna refute you, but you added that majority in there, which screwed me up. Yeah, because I, I was gonna come back with Hawk Animal. Yeah, Steiner. I mean, there were uh, there were well, but but no, you hang, added, on, hang on with Steiner though. When the Steiner brothers were a thing, Scott Steiner was a vanilla midget. Well, when the Steiner brothers were a thing, Scott Steiner was a different person. Yeah. He didn't... <laughs> Go back. If you don't believe me, don't believe me. Right. Log on to WWE Network while you still can. Yeah, because it's going to Peacock. In a month. Soon, I think. It, 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 April. It, it goes over to Peacock on the 18th. They'll start airing everything from the network. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in April, it will only be on Peacock. Yeah. Go back and look at Steiner. They are two different people. I... I yeah, <laughs> it is the it most amazing from, transformation. This goes from I'll have her home by eight to she calls me daddy too. <laughs> that is the that is the character progression of Scott Steiner. You know, the, the only person who's done it better. Rhea Ripley. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And we're talking that kind of a transformation. Yeah. Rhea Ripley, when she first debuted in the Mae Young Classic, the first one, she looked like she every was, other blonde superstar out there for female wrestlers. She was blonde girl next door. Gorgeous. Yeah. But still very generic. Yes, generic. She goes away. She got compared to Charlotte, and she said, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. She cut her hair. She started gauging her ears. She did all these stuff to allow the real, as she puts it, the real Rhea Ripley to come out. Yep. And now she has one of the best looks in the women's division if they don't screw it up. There's a picture floating around there that has me scared to death of what they could be doing to Rhea Ripley character. Wow. But... And we went off on that tangent, and I don't remember where we started. Tag teams. Yeah. Vince, why do you hate tag teams? Tag teams are entertaining. Tag teams are used, when used correctly, they build your stars. Mm-hmm. Brett yep. made his fans when he was in a tag team. So that when he stood out, okay, you don't want me to talk about, let's not even use Brett. Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Tag team. Yes. Big star. Yes. It's very, but even at that, Shawn Michaels is not your prototypical superstar. So, there you go. Yeah. 
But, but with that being said, we're going to start talking in circles. Uh, we'd like to say a big thank you to McNard Gaming for allowing us to use their space here. They've got lots of games and stuff for you to do. Come on down, find a game, take it home, or open it and play it here with all the everybody up here. Yeah. Um, we'd also like to say, of course, thank you to Big Dog Liquor for being where we do get all of our, our alcoholic beverages. That is correct. That is correct. Um, like we talked about earlier, Revolution is tonight, so we're going to watch that or not watch that, depending. And we I can will, magically find 50 bucks. We'll see. We'll definitely talk about it next week, though. And with that said, see you all later. See you later. Cheers. Cheers.